0: Federal Drive is presented by GEHA, Government Employees Health Association, proudly providing health and dental benefits to federal employees and their families. Visit GEHA.com. The Department of Veterans Affairs says its new electronic health record hasn't seen a total outage in more than six months. That's the good news. The bad news is it's still not meeting a high bar to run incident free most of the time. That's led to VA employees giving the new EHR low favorability scores. VA is much further behind rolling out the same EHR as the Defense Department, which is nearly done with the project. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman is here to talk more about the latest in the rollout. Hey, Jory. Hey, Jared. So just how far behind is VA's EHR from the the performance targets they originally had for it?
1: Well, it's a little unclear because the VA has multiple measures of this incident-free time that they're tracking, What they've seen from the vendor in the matter here, Oracle Cerner, is that incident-free time under the vendor's control can vary between 87% and 97% of the time this year. Uh, And that is uh, an issue for a couple of reasons. Of course, it is a pain point for the VA employees that are using this system. Uh, They really just don't feel comfortable with it compared to the system that they've been used to using, which is the VISTA system that has been around for decades within the VA healthcare system. We heard from Kurt Benny. He's the VA's Assistant Secretary for Information and Technology. He's also their Chief Information Officer. He told members of the House VA committee that as of September 30th, Oracle Cerner was meeting this incident-free time metric for about four of the past 10 months, so not a great number. To be sure, we're still experiencing partial system failures that impact the users. And that was Kurt Delbeni. He's VA's Assistant Secretary for Information and Technology and their CIO. Um,
0: and, and, Jory, what, is, what does the department have to say about these latest problems?
1: What Delbeni was telling the uh, committee is that part of the reason why they're in the situation with the, the incident free time not meeting these benchmarks is because VA is still in its reset phase. They have paused future go lives indefinitely until they address some of the more serious challenges with the system that they've seen so far, uh, and that they are constantly doing all these updates. And Del Benny says, because they're pushing so many updates through to the system, it's breaking certain functionality, and it's just this pace of change that is resulting in all of these uh, incidents happening. It's a well-established axiom of software development, that systems stabilize when the rate of change made in the system decreases. The rate of change is still very high, resulting in more instance than we would like. And that was Kurt Benny He says one of the things that's an issue here is that the VA is just requesting customization from Oracle Cerner that just none of its other customers have asked for. One key example here is just making the EHR interoperable with the VA's uh, consolidated mail, outpatient pharmacy, the VA mails a lot of its prescriptions out to veterans, just considering how rural and how uh, remote some of these veterans can live uh, you know, away from a VA facility. And so that is just one of the incidents here. Del Benning just says that overall, VA is just asking a lot from Oracle Cerner. And just as it makes these changes to the core EHR system, it's introducing risk to that implementation. Ultimately, we anticipate that the system's performance will improve when change velocity decreases, and enough time has passed to enable unanticipated defects to be found and addressed. From a technical perspective, one of the advantages of the reset is providing time for optimization of the system and associated technical processes. And again, that was Kurt Delbeni, the CIO for the VA. And Jory, we have seen
0: dissatisfied lawmakers around this issue for for quite a while now. What's what's the latest from the kill on how this is going?
1: Yeah, dissatisfied is definitely a way to describe it. Lawmakers have been really fed up with the limited progress that VA has had to show for this project. Again, considering that the DoD uh, is very nearly done with the same implementation of the same ER of the same EHR, what we heard from. the Technology Modernization Subcommittee Chairman, Matt Rosendale, is that they shouldn't have even had to have had this hearing on this issue that they thought that this was resolved at this point.
2: The very least we expect from a piece of software is that it runs reliably when we launch it. The complexity and the rate of change within the VA should be no surprise to anyone. And this is no excuse for Oracle.
1: That was Matt Rosendale. He's the chairman of the Technology Modernization Subcommittee of the House VA Committee. And we're
0: talking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Um, Jory, what do we know about how VA employees feel about the new EHR so far compared to Vista?
1: Yeah, of all the metrics that I can bring up here, they are probably some of the most concerning. The committee brought up some research from a third party that was surveying VA employees that are using the new Oracle Cerner EHR. Only 26% of those surveyed agreed with the sentiment that... Within two weeks of them filling out the survey, the EHR was available when I needed it, and that downtime was not a problem. Uh, 58% of employees agreed on the flip side of that, that the EHR was not always available, and that downtime was a problem. And most troubling of all, only 10% of VA employees said that the new Oracle Center EHR enabled them to deliver high-quality care to veterans.
0: And where is the rollout at this point? It had been stalled, we know.
1: Yeah, so in April of this year, the VA put a hold on all future deployments. It then entered this reset phase that we're still currently in. Uh, What we've learned from other hearings earlier this year is that the VA does expect sometime next summer that it will begin to resume its go-lives for this EHR, Uh, but that could clearly be a a moving target just given where they are with uh, the current challenges. VA has spent about $4 4 billion dollars on this project so far. They are halfway through a 10-year contract and they have only gone live at five small and medium-sized VA medical centers. For some context here, full deployment would bring it to 170 medical facilities that are uh some of them are much larger and much more complex than the ones that they've already gone live at. And
0: we, we mentioned earlier that DOD's deployment of essentially the same EHR is much further along, but I, I think people forget sometimes that DOD's initial phases of the rollout were, were pretty rough as well, and and it, it, it took them some time to get their, their legs underneath them.
1: Yeah, and VA officials are quick to point that out whenever they are on Capitol Hill that DOD did you know, have a a uphill battle when it came to implementation for a while, and that eventually they kind of hit a cadence where they were seeing more and more go lives uh, go successfully. They feel that they might have a similar uh, structure to their implementation that they will eventually get ahead of these problems and that they will be able to roll out not just one-offs, but do these in, in waves. And one Key thing to look out for of whether this VA rollout is going to go smoothly at some point is that next March, uh, VA and DOD will go live with the EHR at the James Level Healthcare Center in Chicago. It is a facility that is jointly run by both agencies, and for DOD that would actually be its final deployment of the Oracle Cerner EHR. And you know, in terms of hearing all these problems, it can be quick. It can be easy to forget kind of what VA is looking to get out of this in the first place. Benny reminded members of the committee that that interoperability piece of things is still so huge for VA that to having one single health record where service members, once they are no longer in active military duty status, that this is going to be a health record that follows them through the rest of their lives when they are then veterans. All right. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks very much for bringing
0: us up to speed. Thanks, Jared. And you can find Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.
1: Leadership today, especially within the federal workforce, is being tested more than ever before. As the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency's Chief People Officer, Elizabeth Comstetter sees a focus on people as absolutely crucial to her leadership style.
3: And that's really where we find that it's important that leaders are purposefully bringing out their talent on their teams to enable our mission.
2: Yeah, excellent. We're we're going through a, a culture project at our work. Oh, great. Yeah, it's um, it's been six months in the making and it's going really well, but it is work. Yes. And it requires from the top down. So I'm I'm also involved in that. I hear you. Great. Throughout your career, you've piloted many
3: and find my own voice in how I can prioritize the things that are most important to me so that I can actually balance both family and career.
2: And you're doing it well. You're Thank uh, you. having known you now for seven or eight years um, and work alongside you. Uh, your passion is infectious. Thank you. Your uh, intelligence and, and the thoughtfulness with which you approach uh, all of these issues, its uh,